0: DM me on Facebook or Instagram, or send an email to Allison at AllisonScammell.com and say, Tell me more about full immersion coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey ho, dear ones. We are talking push pull energy today. I am fired up and excited to unpack this. We're really going to get into human design today to help us understand our push-pull energy. And what is push-pull energy? It's when two opposing energies show up inside of us that are both true. They're both a true part of us, and they push and pull against each other. There's a conflict there. And so what do we do when we have that push-pull energy? And I really believe that human design is a beautiful map to show us where this energy naturally resides inside of us. To give you a quick example of what I mean, let's take my daughter Freya's profile line. She is the two four, that is the hermit and the opportunist. If you have this profile, this is a natural, straight out of the blocks, push-pull energy, because the hermit line has you wanting to spend ample time alone, and that's how you fill your energetic wells alone time. But the opportunist is the part of you that actually really loves and needs to be in connection to others in a social circle, in a community, in a network that you've created. You are someone who brings people and groups of people together. And I already see this push-pull energy showing up in Freya's world. So when she gets too much alone time, she starts to feel lonely. When she gets too much time around other people, she might starts to make bad choices with those people and gets in fights with her friends. So there is a real push-pull energy embedded in this particular profile line. And why? Why would we be created that way? It's not fair. Well... I'm going to be telling you why in today's really fantastic episode of Soul Guide Radio and how we can really leverage this push-pull to something super spectacular. So why don't we just get to it? In today's episode, I reveal why, 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 why we have this push-pull energy naturally inside us, how to find the harmony with your push-pull, and how to take it to the next level in accessing your genius. I'll end on an invitation that will have you understanding all the seemingly incongruent pieces of yourself so you can put them together in a way that skyrockets your creative process. So be sure to stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio Hello, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this global and growing community of soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we are pursuing our soul-guided dreams while lifting up humanity. Find a link to join our closed Facebook group at allisonscammell.com or in the show notes. Today, we're talking push-pull energy. Why do we have it? Two seemingly opposing forces that work against each other, that are a natural part of who we are. We all come into our lifetimes. We all incarnate as part of us a push-pull energy. Our human design type can really help us to understand that. If you're on the newer side to human design, I do recommend you run your chart, have a look at it. You don't have to understand all pieces of it. But it will help to start to familiarize you with your body graph, and we've left a couple links in the show notes for where you can run your free chart. So we all arrive with this push-pull energy because it's part of our growth and expansion. So like our pain, when we heal our pain that helps us to grow and expand to the next level of our potential, starting to understand and be at peace and incorporating in the right way, living in the right way from our push-pull energy does the same thing. It enables us to start living and being and and creating in higher and higher expression of our potential. So what I invite you to do is to really start seeing this push-pull as the gift it is. These are the points that come together to allow for this exhilarated next level creative process to occur. It's very similar to finding the gifts in our pain. Our soul mission, our unique genius is also found in our pain. And sometimes when we really thwart our pain because we don't want to feel it because it's painful, we miss out on the lessons and the gifts and how we access our genius push-pull energy can do the very same thing. Because it's seemingly incongruent, so it like it feels like it doesn't fit together, we can label it that this is a part of ourselves that is a weak part of ourselves or a bad part of ourselves. So we might shut that part of ourselves down. But what we want to do is bring it to the surface, start to identify the different pieces that are push-pulling against each other, and figuring out through the creative experimental process, how these pieces fit together. And you can imagine each piece is like a mosaic tile. So how can you bring the tiles together to form a very cohesive and very beautiful mosaic pattern? Okay, so let's get into how do we do that? How do we find the harmony? How do we find the beautiful mosaic picture? Well, the first thing is awareness, just identifying these parts of ourselves that tend to have opposing energies at play. And just knowing that this is a natural part of who you are. This is how you were naturally designed. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're in low expression. We're just in low expression when we're not harnessing this opposing energy the right way. And it's a super normal You know, part of our experience to be in low expression because that's how we find the high expression. So finding this harmony in our push-pull energy is a journey and we never arrive, not in this lifetime anyway, we never get to that point where we're like, oh, the mosaic is formed and everything is in perfect balance. No, there's always a next level of balance to find. So there's a couple things to think about. Oftentimes in push pull energy, there is a question of divine timing or waiting for the right time or waiting to be recognized. If there are any parts of your chart that is projected energy, so that means you need another person in order for the energy to really be in high expression, that there, that means that this is asking you to wait to be asked what you think or what your creative idea is or to bird the idea, waiting for the right audience, waiting for the right time. I have so much projected energy in my chart. I just am waiting, waiting, waiting all the time (laughs) to be called out, recognized, invited, and waiting to find the right audience for my messages. So I know a thing or two about this. And the 6-2 profile line exemplifies this very well. I am a six-two. And so the two line is that hermit line and the six line is the role model. So we are designed to spend a lot of time alone and that's where we are reflecting on past experiences. We're getting the ideas that we wanna share. Our energy tank, our creative well is filling. And then ideally we are called out of our hermiting by an ideal audience an ideal you know loved one or community member or client to share our wisdom and then once we are invited and we come out we are the role model then we share the ideas that have come to us when we're alone in our cave thinking great thoughts but there's a lot of push pull energy here because When you have that two line, your desire to be alone is strong. And sometimes you can just like want to be alone and you don't want to come out. You'll, You'll be left. This is, again, typically when we're in low expression, we just want to be in our creative cave in the creative process. But also, that six line is pretty powerful. So we also want to be out there role modeling and sharing and being the example of what is possible. But if we don't give ourselves enough alone time, we can't do that in high expression. So there is this natural push-pull in the six two. So again, the first step is recognizing it, like that's built into the profile. And then the second part is recognizing the divine timing. So if I don't wait to be recognized and I just start pushing out my ideas as a role model, that will fall very flat and I will not find the harmony in my 6-2 profile. I will not find the harmony in the push-pull. The harmony is me giving myself permission to have a lot of alone time, waiting for me to be called out, invited out, asked out, and it can't, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to wait for a person to literally ask me. It can be an energetic nudge, like just this inner knowing, like now's the time. Now's the time for me to share this idea or this thought with this group of people. And when you really get into that alignment and you're aligning to the push pull and finding the harmony, it is so powerful. That's when my ideas come across the best and it's received most powerfully by you so you can integrate it into your experience and really get great results right away. So let's take this a little bit deeper on how we can take the different pieces of our push pull together to really access our unique genius and take the creative process to the next level. And speaking of the creative process, the creative process itself has a lot of push pull energy inside of it. And it starts with just recognizing all of those pieces. And again, if you're new to human design, this isn't going to come overnight. I've been studying human design for the last couple of years, and like, well, let me tell you, I feel like I'm only scratching the surface. So it's just about starting where you are. If you're new, run your chart and get to know your first three things, which just is type strategy authority, type strategy authority. If you start with those three things, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all you really need to know in human design. And it seems like no matter how advanced I get, I keep always being invited back to a next level understanding of my type strategy authority. There are so many free resources out there on the interwebs about it. You can Google. And I also do recommend getting an intro to human design book. I like Karen Curry Parker. I'll leave a link to her, a couple of her books in the show notes. And i'm going to show you how it works with my type and how you can take it a little bit deeper to see how all these points fit together so we already talked about my two six push pull but then there's also my triple split definition and this just means that i need to be around other people to access their energy i don't necessarily need to be talking to them in fact I likely am not talking to them. It's like I need to be creating in a coffee shop, for example, or a co-working space. And I just need to get access to those other energies so that I can really be in alignment to my creative process. But I have a two-line, so I like to spend a lot of time alone. So what I used to do is spend all my time alone in my home office. And I, cause I didn't realize that I had this triple split definition, when I realized that, I realized just how empty my tank was of being in other people's energies. It's really fascinating how this works. So I started going to coffee shops to create. Also, I have a right-facing environmental arrow, which means that I like to work and play in a variety of different environments. I'm a classic digital nomad. So I didn't even want to go to just one coffee shop, but I wanted to go to several and find the coffee shop that had the best energy for me and or co-worker spot. So I started doing it. I'm still doing it. I'm every day or now I'm kind of every week trying to find at least one new place to try out to see how the energy is for me in my creative process. You guys... When I first started doing this, I swear to you, my tank was so empty of other energies because I'd just been alone working in my room in my home office. I felt like my whole body felt like a sponge and I was just soaking up the energies of the coffee shop. It felt so good. I felt enlivened. Now you might not have that triple split and you might not need that, okay? So I'm gonna be sharing things how this works for my chart, but if any of this isn't jiving for you or you're like, oh, that doesn't sound too good to me, you probably have like the opposite of what I have. So just recognize that the things I share here might not work for you in your chart, but I'm just showing you, I'm just being the example of how this process can look. Okay, so I got my two line. I got my triple split definition, but then I have this funny thing. I've got a defined head and Ajna, I have the defined channel 2461, the channel of the thinker, but then so many other pieces of my chart are all about being plugged directly into source, directly in to be the channel and to bring it directly from source to you. But yet I have this thinking part of me that really needs to be in the creative process of thinking in that defined head Ajna. So that is a huge push-pull energy for me. So how do I make that work? Well, I realized that there was a difference between heart-led thinking and channeling divine insights directly from source. They are two different energies when I am in high expression. Of course, when I'm in low expression of my defined head, Ajna, and channel, I am just lost in my head. I'm lost in a flurry of thoughts and thinking and overthinking. But when I'm in high expression, I get into high expression, I notice that I do my best heart-led thinking whilst walking in nature. So every day I walk my dog in nature, and that is not necessarily my time to check in with my guides, check in with the source be getting those downloads, although that does definitely happen, I do sort of earmark it, if you will, as my time to be in a heart-led thinking process. So that means I'm in my body, I'm connected to my heart, and I don't even have a topic in mind that I want to unpack. I allow that to arrive spontaneously So I live right by Dunes National Park, these sand dunes by the ocean, and this is where I walk Astrid every day. So I'm walking through, and all of a sudden I get this idea about revamping one of my offers. So that will be the bone I'll chew on, if you will, thinking about like, oh, well, who is this for? And how could it transform their lives? And what is the pain point that the offer is gonna be solving? And what is the dream it's gonna help them get? And what do they really need from me on a soul level? And I will just start unpacking that. And in that heart-led thinking process, those divine insights arrive. They kind of arrive on the in betweens. You know, our thoughts usually come in waves, but then there's spaces. Especially if you're in your body, connected to your heart, that means you're not on a worry loop, an anxiety loop. You're embodied, so you're just in the creative energy of the thinking, and there's always going to be pauses in between the thoughts, and that's the space where the creative insights from the divine can arrive. So that's that part of my energy coming in, and that part of my energy has to be there. If I'm only in the analytical part of my energy, I am only operating at not even half speed. I'm only like got 30% speed. But likewise, if I'm only channeling source Only, and that was another trap I fell into where I wasn't, I was sort of thwarting because I labeled thinking bad. I think this is something that can happen in spiritual discourse because it's all about intuition and heart led and thinking is bad and the ego mind is bad. It's not bad. It's all a part of who we are. It's just about managing it the right way and being in high expression of how we think. So for a while there, I was just all about channeling, all about source, and I was cutting off this thinker part of me who, who needs to be activated if I'm gonna be in harmony. Okay, so how do I make this look now? Okay, I am a digital nomad. I work in the afternoons, typically from my home office because that's when I have clients in classes. In the mornings, when I have my creative process, I'm at different coffee shops or different co-working spaces. Always trying something new because there's this adventure side of me, a huge side of me actually that likes to get scratched and going to a new coffee shop to feel into the energy and how is it and how fast is the Wi-Fi and how good does the coffee taste? That's really scratches the itch of like a little mini adventure for me. Then I come home, I get the leash and the dog and we head out into the dunes. That's my thinking time thinking with allowing divine insights to come in. And then my days are bookmarked by meditations in the morning, meditations at night to allow that divine insight to arrive directly from source. So if you look at all of these different energies I mentioned separately, you could see how they a lot of them conflict with each other. But when you start to understand it, and put it together in the right way, you can see how this can really turn a person alive. It can be exhilarating. It can amplify your creative process to something really, truly spectacular. And I truly believe it's this push-pull energy that we have inside us that are the breadcrumbs to turning on and up our creative abilities and taking us to the next level of our potential. So let's do a little bit of recap here. We all have push-pull energy and it is a really amazing part of who we are. And because it's a more challenging part of who we are, these are the areas where we tend to find ourselves most easily dropping into low expression. But once we have awareness And once we start waiting for the divine timing of things to arrive, these are the parts of us that we can go into the highest expression of who we are. And it starts by just identifying, having awareness over where there's push-pull energy inside of you and how you can really start leveraging that, redesigning your day, redesigning where you show up, redesigning how you show up so you can step into that fuller potential. My invitation for you this week is to print your chart, your human design chart, if you are on the newer side to human design, and start to get to know your type, strategy, authority, and start to identify where you can see a little push-pull energy showing up. If you are more advanced in human design, I invite you to start really mapping out where your push-pull energy is. Look at your profile. Most of the profiles have a little bit inside of it or a lot of bit inside of it. Look at your defined centers. Look at your divine gates and channels. And notice where if you took the two things separately, they would push against each other. But how you can transform that into something that truly works for you and your energy. All right, my dear ones, that's a wrap for this week. I truly hope this episode served you at your highest. And if you're feeling so called to leave me a rating and review, let me know specifically what you received from this episode. I'd be so happy to read your beautiful words on the air. Find a link to leave a review in the show notes. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to deepen your connection to your intuitive gifts? Then it's time for 10 High Vibe Minutes, the ultimate daily mindfulness practice for soul-guided leaders and entrepreneurs. In only 10 minutes per day, you'll keep your energy high vibe and aligned to your highest dreams while transforming your daily practice into a powerful tool to manifest big wealth and abundance. Get free access now on my website, com, or in the show notes.